Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, uh, welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio. On the Sports Byland Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM, I'm your host, Nick Ebert. It is a wonderful time to be with you as we have the holidays, uh, if you celebrate Christmas, uh, Kwanzaa, I think I know we just finished uh, uh, Hanukkah, uh, you know, whether it's, uh, what was that one from Seinfeld? Does anyone remember what that, uh, the Seinfeld holiday was? Come on, guys, you can, you can figure it out. I, I, I ah, ah. What was the name of it? It was called uh, Festivus. Was that it? Yeah, anyway. Uh, anyway, welcome to the show. Whatever holiday you celebrate, uh, we are at that time, and it is fabulous to be there. Uh, the great thing about the Premier League is that we have all of these holiday fixtures. Now, the holiday fixtures have been dented somewhat by COVID. We're going to talk about that a little bit. But we still do have eight coming up, eight fixtures so far on the docket for... Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas. Uh, so I'm going to give you my picks for each one of those matches because we're at that time. And uh, so if you go to place a small wager, you're going to know where you are. Look, we've got so much to get to. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. If you miss any part of the show, don't worry because you can always catch it. Uh, after it's over, or once it's over, uh, on our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network, or anywhere you get your podcasts, whether that's uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, etc., etc., just search for World Soccer Radio. It's almost like I had to think about the name of my own show there for a second. But, you know, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Okay. Uh, so we do have a lot to get to. I'd li- but before we start, I'd like to welcome to the show all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. It is such a pleasure and a privilege to have you guys with us uh, each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast, if you're listening on Sports Overnight America. I'm going to step aside, take a break, gather my thoughts. I'll be right back after this. This is World Soccer Radio. All right, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio. Man, that is a great song. That's uh, honestly, uh, if you grew up uh, in the seventies, uh, late seventies, early eighties, you know, I mean, grow up like a child. I mean, if you, those are your kind of formative years, right? Um, Black Flag. Particularly if you grew up in or, or, or around the Southern California area in the late seventies, early eighties, Black Flag was, you know, one of the preeminent punk bands. TV Party, a really, really funny song if you listen to it, because um, if you go back and listen to it, when they start talking about the the TV shows that they were watching, you know, it's uh, Chips and uh, and Mary Tyler Moore and so and so, it's really, really funny. 
because it kind of it all gets dated. But anyway, uh, all right. Uh, well, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio. Uh, look, I this is the show where I give you all of my picks and prognostications. This is the usually we call this the Friday Premier League pundits picks and prognostication show. There's actually more than that. I just I'm having trouble thinking about all the piece. Uh, but it's on Friday. It is the last show of the week because of the holidays coming up. And there is only really one set of matches to talk about, and those are the Boxing Day matches coming up on the 26th of December. Which, in case you didn't know, was Sunday. And there's a whole range of matches coming up. We're going to go down each and every one of them, and I'm going to give you some money lines and some odds in case you should decide that you would like to place a small wager or two. And that leads me to the discussion about where you should do it. Where should you wager, you say, Nick? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. The place that I go, the place that you should go, is betonline.ag. And they have a brand new web interface that they just launched, which is really cool. So whether you're following the rest of the NBA season or the NFL gridline gridline action or college football or... Soccer, Champions League, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They have more props, odds, and lines than ever before. They are your number one spot for all of the action this season. So head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website, sign up today, and you can get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You heard me correctly. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use... The promo code believe fifty B L E A V five zero to receive your bonus from basketball, football. That's gridiron football, NHL, boxing, UFC, and of course all the soccer you can want. Right to your favorite Vego Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the incredible offers available for you. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Where the game starts, and I'm pleased to tell you that uh, World Soccer Radio is presented to you by betonline.ag. So we've got some big matches coming up. Man City, Leicester City, definitely one you want to watch. Leicester City getting that midweek disappointment of the Carabao Cup, trip to the Carabao Cup semifinals, not happening for them as they were beaten uh, they let a last, almost a last minute second goal, minute second, I mean like dying breath goal, I think, <laughs> let Liverpool score. Interestingly enough, that was an interesting game. It was uh, Leicester City-Liverpool. It was at Anfield, and Liverpool played a very young lineup to start with, and, you know, they got punished by what is essentially a uh, full-strength squad from um, Leicester City. I mean, if you look at the lineups, for example, I mean, Leicester came out with Schmeichel, Thomas, uh, Soyunku, Ndidi, Pereira, Tielemans, uh, Sumari, Hall, Madison, Daka, and Vardy up front. I mean, that is basically their Premier League starting lineup. And Liverpool started with uh, Kelleher in goal, who's their backup keeper, Connor Bradley, Joe Gomez, uh, Cometio in the center, centering Gomez in uh, the defense. Uh, Simikas uh, playing in the uh, left back. And then in the midfield, you had Jordan Henderson, Tyler Morton, and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. And up top, you had Nico Williams, Firmino, and Minamino. So what you had here was a selection of 
uh, players that are recovering from injury, players uh, for Liverpool that are, you know, young players getting given some time. Liverpool went down 3-1 at the half. Uh, he, uh, Klopp made the necessary substitutions, okay? I mean, we all get it. He, Connor Bradley came out, Jota came in, Morton came out, Milner came in, uh, Henderson came out, Naby Keita came in. Uh, and also, um, although that was a little bit later, but the first three halftime substitutions were uh, he put Kanate in in the center of mid in the center of defense. He brought in Jota and Milner, and all of a sudden, a boom, boom, out go the lights. Game ends three three, and Liverpool win on penalties, which was surprising to me because if I had to pick Kelleher versus Schmeichel. I would pick Casper Schmeichel, who is, in my opinion, a, a top 10 global goalkeeper. Anyway, uh, good result for Liverpool. Very disappointing result for Leicester City. It's really having a, you know, well, con- let, let, let's continue with the dis- disappointing um, moniker. They are continuing to have a very disappointing season. Uh, in, a, in other um, uh, Carabao Cup action, Chelsea beat Brentford 2-0. And Tottenham beat West Ham by two goals to one. Tottenham coming off that uh, big uh, draw they had against Liverpool taking points. So that is going to essentially fill out the Carabao Cup semifinals, which should now be set. And uh, let me see if I've got what I've got here. I think Liverpool uh, face Arsenal uh, in the semifinals, if I'm not mistaken. Let's take a peek, because uh, I know the draw happened so here we go semi-finals yeah arsenal liverpool and chelsea tottenham uh those are the two semi-finals and actually those are mouth-watering semi-finals on a lot of reasons because you're going to see the various managers playing their full-strength squads because this is silverware here and yeah it's not the same silverware say as the fa cup certainly not the same as the premier league or a big european trophy but it is still meaningful silverware that goes into the trophy cabinet so the, i expect the managers will play their top teams arsenal liverpool again it is a two-legged tie unlike the rest of the legs are like the round of 16 of the quarterfinals were one-legged uh we will start off at the emirates and end at anfield chelsea tottenham will start at stamford bridge and end at tottenham hospital stadium my thoughts on the Chelsea-Tottenham game are actually I'm liking Tottenham more than Chelsea for this one. And also Liverpool, I am liking Liverpool. So for me, I'm thinking this could well be a Tottenham-Liverpool final. Uh, like Arsenal, and this is a great opportunity for them to get silverware, but I don't think they're going to beat Liverpool. Uh, so the Carabao Cup, you know, interesting, right? I mean, it has, in many respects, it's it's a much maligned piece of silverware. Again, just like all these pieces of silverware, when talks about, oh, you know, the Europa League, who wants that? Well, you know what? If you can put that Europa League trophy in your trophy cabinet, you want it, right? I would say the Europa Nations League is probably the only thing that really no one gives a snuff about, right? I'm not even sure people know what it is. Didn't Tottenham, I think Tottenham just got, uh, I think Tottenham just got, um, uh, disqualified from that tournament too. I'm not sure why. I'm going to have to go back and look at the story. But really, no one cares about it. Particularly, you know, when we're at the point now where uh, these teams are getting a lot of COVID cases and it's starting to affect the big game, the Premier League. We're going to talk about that a little bit when we come back after the break. All right, I'm Nick Gieber. This is the holiday edition of World Soccer Radio.
Stay tuned, folks, because I will give you a breakdown of every single match coming up this weekend. There are eight of them because we've already had two COVID cancellations. Leeds United apparently having a massive outbreak of COVID. And I wonder, maybe that's just a little excuse monitoring going down, going around because they've not had the greatest of results as of late. All right, well, let's talk about that a little bit more, shall we? Uh, when we come back on the other side of the break, this is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. You're you, and you can catch us at our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V, or um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as SiriusXM, obviously, and the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, American Forces. I'll be right back after this. Hey folks, welcome back, World Soccer Radio. Look, the holiday is here, and if you're wondering what to get that special someone in your life, well, you can just say goodbye to the same old dull, boring gifts, because Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. They use cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques. They've cracked the science of sparkle. You've got to see these things. They create the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find, and at a light price of only $800 a carat. They have the same chemical makeup as natural diamonds, but these ones are just grown in a lab. You know, lab stuff's always better, right? You've got some guy in a coat and glasses and a pocket protector. You know you're getting a quality product. Anyway, because of their process, they can create these stones in blush pink, beautiful blue, and of course, that classic white that we all love. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off, priced so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com, lightbox diamond, where there's never a dull moment. Welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio. Nick Gieber with you here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM, as well as the American Forces Radio, uh, radio Network, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning Sirius XM app, and if you miss any part of the show, never fear, you can always catch our podcast as soon as the show is over at our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. We are presented to you by betonline.ag, and... There is a lot of talk going on right now about the impact that COVID is having on the Premier League and other sports leagues in general. But we like to talk specifically about the Premier League because, as I keep telling you, it is the greatest show on earth. That's right. The greatest show on earth. You heard it from me, folks. If anybody questions you or wants to get in a fight about it, you fight him for me, okay? Don't come to me. I'm not doing that, but you do it. You stand up for me. You say, Nick Eber said this, and if you say something other than that, you are just wrong. All right, so a lot of whining from my mind coming back, in my mind, coming from the players in the Premier League. These are guys that are making 100,000, 200,000 pounds per week, okay? You are a professional racehorse, my friend. That is your job. Get out there and entertain us. You are like the gladiators of old, except you're not playing with swords and there's not much blood. I expect you to take the pitch. I expect you to play your games. 
I expect you to wear a mask and gloves, and if necessary, wrap yourself in saran wrap, okay, to stay away from COVID. That is your job. Me? I'm just the schmuck on the other end that watches you every week, that gets involved, that understands, that follows all the stories, that buys all the products. I'm the guy that pays your salary, all right? So I don't want to hear about COVID this and COVID that and player welfare and this, that, and the other. It's up to you to keep yourself free of COVID. And if these teams are complaining, it's up to them to put your player ass in a bubble. And I'm telling you, it's a terrible thing to say. It sounds awful. I understand most of these players have families and kids and everything. But you know what? The season is a finite season. At the end of the season, it's over. Go on holiday. You can take your own private plane to the Bahamas or Tahiti or Bora Bora, wherever you want to go. Most of us can't do that because, you know, we have to work for a living. Your work is done. You've backed the big bucks. Now off you go. In the meantime, maybe your work is just a little bit tougher because of COVID right now than it should normally be. Too effing bad. Sorry. And I, I'm, by the way, I'm not just talking about Premier League players. I'm talking about basketball players and NFL players. And they're the worst of the worst, these guys. These are the pampered pooches just beyond belief. Man up, woman up, whatever it is you do, Live in a bubble, don't get COVID, keep yourself healthy, and your team should be saying the same thing to you. And you know what? The next logical step here is that they're going to eliminate fans from stadiums again. Oh, why? Okay, that's fine. It sucks. Not Matches aren't nearly as exciting. The atmosphere certainly takes a massive hit. But better that than these ridiculous game cancellations. I'm sorry, Leeds United, if seven of your players have COVID, you're not doing something right. Manchester United, if five of your first team players test positive, you are not doing something right. The fault is yours. Maybe if you start making teams that have to cancel because of COVID outbreaks, forfeit those matches and those points, maybe they'll start taking it more seriously. And it's all very well for Jordan Henderson and the players and Jurgen Klopp and, you know, everyone else to talk about, quote, or Thomas Tuchel, even, even you know, more precious. Talk about player welfare. Well, player welfare begins with player responsibility. And if you're really talking about players' physical welfare, isolate yourself. Go stay in a hotel, a COVID-free hotel. You know, I just did an event in Las Vegas, a big event, where we had... About a thousand people in and out of this event. And the initial requirement was, well, you know, everyone has to test negative for COVID every day. The problem with that was, as soon as you left the event and went to your room, you walked through a gaming floor where there's thousands of people, many of whom are not wearing masks, coughing and splattering and hacking and sneezing and doing whatever all over the place. It ain't a bubble, folks. If you really were absolutely dead set on having a COVID-free environment, you got to test once when you go in. And then within that area, no one leaves. And if you leave and want to come back, you have to be tested again. 
That's how you do it. It's called a bubble. Not the same type of bubble that West Ham supporters blow, but maybe they should have a bubble instead of blowing up a bubble. Because then we'll be able to put our hands around these matches and say, you know what, we're going to have a full slate. We're going to have 10 Premier League matches this weekend, not eight. We're not going to have... Do you know how many matches right now have been postponed for COVID? Really, I'm actually going to tell you right now. Okay? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, four, fifteen matches. Fifteen matches out of three hundred and eighty that have played over the course of a year. Right? Each team there's twenty teams in the Premier League, each takes thirty eight games. Excuse me, seven hundred and sixty. Well my math is wrong. So, so far, we've cancelled something along the line of 2% of all the Premier League matches for COVID. But it adds up. And when you get to this part of the season, it is unfortunate because you start to look at the table. And, you know, we talk about, well, at the end of the year, the team at the top of the table is typically the team that wins the Premier League. It ain't that way this year. Because at the end of this week, Manchester City will have played 19 matches. Liverpool would have played 18 and to be even more ridiculous, Burnley have only played 15. You want to talk about the relegation battle? Burnley are two points behind Watford. Watford are just outside of the relegation zone. But they are going to have they have a game in hand. They have two games in hand. Three, three games in hand off Leeds United. So you have to do all these sort of mechanical machinations to be able to figure out where we are, it's certainly not as simple as team at the end of the, of December is kind of the one that's going to win. And if you, by the way, if you want to talk about rough sledding, Newcastle United and Norwich, who two of the worst teams the Premier League has ever laid eyes on. Next match for Norwich is Arsenal. Next match for Newcastle is Manchester United. Doesn't get tougher for that, other than a Liverpool Man City type of situation, but. Uh, that is a, yes, rough. And on the top of the table, Liverpool's next match on the 20th of December is against Leicester City. And Manchester City's next match is also against Leicester City. How is that be? Well, it's because Liverpool's next match should have been against Leeds United, but it was cancelled. By the way, things uh, things suck for Leicester City, doesn't it? Don't, don't it? I mean... They go from Manchester City to Liverpool, and they finally, finally, you know, won a match against Newcastle 4-0. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, look, this COVID thing is bad. Uh, my opinion is that this season's going to start and sputter all the way to the end. I can't imagine seeing a massive change in the COVID landscape between now and May when the season ends. Or maybe it'll be like last season. The season will end, what, later into June or July even? Isn't that when the season ended last last year? By the way, that's a great question. And I'm going to answer my own question because I can do that. And 23rd of May was the last match for Man City. Yep, 23rd of May. So late May, early June. 
It's a mess, folks. It's an absolute mess. It, it makes the drama less. I mean, the fact that right now, Chelsea are three points back of Liverpool. But look, Arsenal are nine points back of, of Liverpool. And Liverpool, they're going to have a game in hand. It, 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 I don't know that it affects the top. But let's talk about that when we come back. Also, I will give you my picks for each and every match coming up on Sunday. There are eight of them. Don't go anywhere. World Soccer Radio. I'm just having a bit of a bitch session with you this holiday show. I'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio. Nick Eber with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, the 3 a.m. Pacific Excuse me, 12 a.m. midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast, if you're listening on Sports Overnight America. Also, coming to you on Sirius XM, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, American Forces, iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app. In fact, if you were to just go grab a wire coat hanger from your closet, lick your finger, hold the coat hanger with that licked finger, stick the coat hanger in the air, you'll be able to pick up this show and it'll automatically be beamed to your brain because we are everywhere. Like an alien invasion. All right, well, we're talking Premier League football and I'm going to give you my picks courtesy of our title sponsor, betonline.ag, for each and every one of the matches coming up on Boxing Day. As I mentioned earlier, we had two cancellations. Don't worry about it. We will forget those teams even exist. Although it is Liverpool, Leeds, and Wolves, Watford. By the way, interesting, actually, because, you know, Watford struggling just outside of the drop zone. Leeds United as well. You know, these match cancellations will have enormous ramifications as the season moves on. Will Liverpool having their match postponed be hugely problematic for them? Not really, because, you know, I'm going to imagine between now and the end of the season, Manchester City will probably have a match postponed or two. Chelsea, likewise. You know, Arsenal, likewise. So, you know, we already know Man United have already had a postponed match. So, uh, it's going to happen. But what it does mean is, it's unlikely that the play, the team that's at the top come December where 31st will be the one that wins, because they're going to have likely a game in hand or two, unless City have a cancelled game. Thomas Tuchel, by the way, complaining about COVID. As I said in the last segment, Thomas, you are the boss of your team. You want to take care of COVID? Stick your bloody players in a bubble and stop whining. All right. To the Etihad we go. Manchester City will face Leicester City. Normally, this would be billed as an exciting match. Not so much this time round. Leicester coming off that big win against Newcastle United. Manchester City, last lost a match. Well, it was that 2-0 loss at home against Crystal Palace. And then the first day of the season they lost, right? The opening match against Tottenham. Other than that, it's been eight perfect games in a row. This will be nine. Leicester City coming off that midweek 
Carabao Cup heartbreak of a defeat against Liverpool where they threw away a 3-1 lead at the half. Threw it away, I might add. And Liverpool came back to tie it and then beat them on penalties. I don't see any way Leicester City win this one, folks. It's going to be Manchester City. The odds makers, well, the money line is ridiculous. It's minus 515 for Man City, plus 1,275 for Leicester. It's there for a reason. I can't see Man City losing this one. You have to take City even at minus 515. Pretty sure bet, by the way. Tottenham Crystal Palace, the next one. This is kind of an interesting match. You know, Tottenham, since that loss, 3-0 loss at home against Man United, they have spent the last five games not losing, and they've won three and drawn two. They're looking a lot better. What they're not doing, maybe, what they're not doing is uh, playing well against the really, really big boys. Uh, Crystal Palace isn't a big boy. By the way, Tottenham have scored nine goals in the last five matches, and that's a good thing, because that's actually their problem. If you go to the top ten teams, there are only two te- there's only one team that has scored fewer goals than Tottenham, and that's Wolves. Defensively, Tottenham have been decent, but in terms of putting the ball in the back of the net, that has been a key problem for them. 18 scored. You put that in perspective. City have scored 44 goals, Liverpool 50, Chelsea 39, Arsenal even 27, and West Ham 28. You've got to go to Tottenham have scored 18. That's a huge problem. On the other hand, Crystal Palace kind of a... Whereas Crystal Palace have scored 24 goals, they've conceded 24 as well. And Palace coming off a draw against Southampton which they saw on the back of their 3-1 home win against Everton. So I actually, this is an interesting match. The thing is, is that I think Pal- uh, Tottenham Hotspur have a little bit of momentum, particularly after that 2-2 draw against Liverpool. I'm actually going to take Tottenham at home. Odds makers will see to favor me, agree with me, minus 135, all odds and money lines, courtesy of betonline.ag. By the way, if you want to take Crystal Palace, they're plus 385, the draw plus 290. Uh, next up, well, uh, Burnley against Everton. And this really is a struggle of two teams right now. Everton Football Club having all sorts of problems, coming off a 1-1 draw against Chelsea, which was a good result. But then they lost 3-1 away to Crystal Palace. You know, they did beat Arsenal at home. They lost 4-1 to Liverpool. They lost 1-0 away to Brentford. It, look, Everton are a big disappointment this season, there's no doubt. But not as big of a disappointment, honestly, as Burnley. Burnley cannot score goals. Everton's conceding too many goals. Regardless of that fact, it's difficult for me to see Burnley winning this, even at home. However, I'm not sure Everton are going to win it. So Burnley-Everton, I'm going to take a draw on this one. Uh, plus 225, plus 225, let's take the first draw of Boxing Day, Burnley, Everton. Uh, West Ham, Southampton, up next. At the London Stadium. You know, West Ham were riding, flying high here, folks, flying high. And then they kind of been, uh, 
bit of a rough patch the last five matches. They've only won one. They lost away uh, to City. Uh, they drew Brighton, which was very, very disappointing, I would say. They beat Chelsea, which was good. But then they, you know, they had a nil-nil against Burnley, which was a shocker. And they lost 2-0 at Arsenal. So they're actually going cold at the wrong time. Southampton, on the other hand, are just pretty bad, period. They are turning into a draw specialist in the league. I think they have the most numbers of draws, along with Palace uh, and um, Burnley at eight. I actually tend to think this could be a draw. Southampton haven't won a match since the beginning of November when they had actually a little a nice little streak where they went unbeaten for four games, culminating in a 1-0 home victory against Villa. But in the meantime, the last six matches, they're winless. They have had three draws and three losses. I think this is a draw as well. So I'm going to take Southampton. Oh, mind you, it is away at West Ham. Mm. Mm, that's a different thought there, isn't it? West Ham's going to win this. Uh, 2-0, West Ham United, minus 150. That's my prediction. All right, next up, Norwich Arsenal. And, you know, interestingly, we were talking earlier on in the season, Arsenal lost three games in a row. All doom and gloom. Arteta, you know, next next on the sack race. And I was, I was, I was crying it too, by the way. So that's not like I'm saying that, you know, I wasn't, I didn't make my mistakes. But since that time, They've been they've been really good. They've lost only three matches, okay, in in what fifteen, and they've only had two draws. So they, I mean, they're doing very well. Let's not underestimate Arsenal. Defensively, yeah, they're conceding a few too many goals. They are definitely scoring, not I think at the pace that they would like, and certainly not at a Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City pace. But they're doing pretty well here. They're coming up against the absolute worst team in the league in Norwich City. Arsenal going to win at Carroll Road, minus 235. I'm going to say this is a 3-0 scoreline. Let's see, the over 2.5 right now pays plus 100. Under 2.5 pays minus 120. So the odds makers not necessarily agreeing with me on that. Uh, Let's go to Villa Park, where Aston Villa are going to face Chelsea. And, you know, Chelsea went from table toppers, where they'd been all the way from October, beginning of October, through beginning of December. He spent two months firmly entrenched at the top of the table. Um, it's been a disappointing last five, culminating in a loss against West Ham away and then two draws against Everton and Wolves, which definitely are unlikely. Now, I know Tuchel's blaming COVID and all the rest, and he says they're back from COVID and this, that, and the other. We will see. They're playing an Aston Villa team that away from, uh, that away from home I like better than at home. Uh, they are coming off Aston Villa. Their last match was a oh, 2-0 uh, victory at Carroll Road. Uh, they beat Leicester at home. Uh, they beat Crystal Palace uh, away at Selhurst Park. Their losses have come at home to City and uh, away at Liverpool. Only a 1-0 loss. Um, Aston Villa at home, I don't think they're going to beat Chelsea. I'm going to go with Chelsea, minus 145. I'm not going to give you a scoreline. I don't think it's going to be huge. Brighton-Brentford. Well, I love Brentford, and they had a big win against Watford to kind of get them back on pace. They've only lost one in the last five. They have two wins and two draws. Really like this team. Love the way they play. They reminds me of Leeds United last season. Uh, really good stuff. And they're playing a uh, Brighton-Hove Albion team that has been an absolute rocking disappointment this year. No doubt about it. They have not won a game, a game since 
the middle of September. Most of their matches, however, have been draws. They are an absolute draw specialist. Um, and I think that's where we're going here. I think this is another draw at plus 250. And finally, Newcastle United against Manchester United. Um, this is only an interesting game in as much as a lot of the t- players you see playing on Manchester United or on the bench will likely be playing for Newcastle United either in January or next year. I mean, I'm hearing about Anthony Martial and Paul Pogba and Jesse Lingard, Paul Pogba, Jesse Lingard, a whole slew of other players that are either dissatisfied or contracts are running out, and they may not all not end up at Newcastle, but they're ending up somewhere else. United going through a rebuild right now. They're doing surprisingly well, given the fact that they are going through a rebuild. It's been a revelation to get rid of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. 1-1 against Chelsea, 3-2 against Arsenal, 1-0 against Palace, 1-0 against Norwich. They're still not the best team on the planet but by a long shot, but they are pretty solid. Uh, Newcastle United lost three in a row, and they are struggling mightily, folks. January window is going to prove really, really, really important for Newcastle. They've won one game on the season. That was back in the beginning of this month when they beat Burnley at home. Uh, I have to say, at St. James's Park, United are going to win, and I'm going to say a scoreline of two goals to nothing. I'm going to take Manchester United. And that will round out our Boxing Day matches. Now, we do also have matches coming up on the 20... <coughs> excuse me, on Monday the 27th. That's the... By the way, that's the Newcastle Man United. And on Tuesday. But I'll be back on the air with you on Monday, and I'm going to give you my picks for Tuesday, which is Leicester, Liverpool, Leeds, Villa, Watford, West Ham, Southampton, Spurs, Palace, Norwich and Arsenal Wolves, and Wednesday also is Chelsea, Brighton, and Brentford City. So you're going to get all of my sort of midweek matches. Just remember, the big kahuna, the big kahuna that we're all waiting for is the final match of this season, of it is Chelsea, Liverpool is an absolutely huge one. All right, I've got to go to break. I'll be right back after this. This is World Soccer Radio. All right, uh, you're back with Nick Eber here on World Soccer Radio. Going to wrap it all up. Thanks for sticking with me. By the way, thanks for listening to this show throughout the year. I really, really appreciate our listeners. If you'd like to talk to me, reach out to me. The best way is Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Again, the podcast is there for you in just a couple of minutes when the show is over. The podcast will be up on our podcast network at the Believe B-L-E-A-V podcast network or anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, iTunes, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You can get your podcast there. So I really hope you will subscribe and uh, have me download it into your device. It sounds a little kinky, doesn't it? Uh, but hey, I'm up for it. What can I say? All right, just a quick recap. Let me give you the odds and picks for the Boxing Day matches. I'll be back with you Monday night to give you all of the midweek matches again. Uh, but Man City over Leicester, take them, minus 515. By the way, all odds courtesy of betonline.ag. Tottenham over Palace uh, at minus 135. Burnley-Everton, I'm saying take the draw. You have to take the draw on that. West Ham-Southampton, 
You're going to blow bubbles with the hammers. Minus 115. Norwich City Arsenal. Ugh. The Canaries. They are dying a slow death in the coal mine. Take Arsenal. Minus 235. Aston Villa Chelsea. To go for the Blues. Minus 145. Even though it's at Villa Park. I like Villa more as an away team than a home team. Brighton Brentford. Well, that's going to be your, another one of your draws here. Plus 250. And finally, Newcastle Man United. I'm saying take Man United at St. James's Park at minus 205. All right, there you have the picks. Go to see a betonline.ag. I will be back with you Monday, the 20... When is that? The 26th? 27th? Right? Monday? Yeah, I'll be back with you Monday, the 27th, for all your midweek picks. Till then, have a wonderful Christmas, great holiday, whatever you celebrate, and enjoy the football. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.